Hello and welcome to Dunktown, the podcast where we learn about basketball one game at a time. I'm Anastasia. And I'm Agata. And today we have two extra special guests. Aren't you guys lucky? Yeah. <laughs> two it, for one. It, first, we have a returning favorite, a musician and tarot reader with uh, Dream City Tarot. It's Ariana Lonarski. Hello. Hi. Hi. Thanks for coming back. Thanks for having me back. Of course. Uh, uh, everyone everyone asks. Everyone's begging for like, it. Please, oh, can you really? please have yeah. Ariana back on? <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah. When we, ta- when we ask people, like, what are your favorite episodes? A lot of times we hear, like, they love the tarot stuff. Ooh, wow. Yeah. Drawn to the mystery. <laughs> yeah, they exactly. They are. And our second special guest is a musician whose LP Inside Voice is available on all major music outlets. It's Joey Dosick. Hey. Hi. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. So fun. You're wearing your Lakers sweatshirt. Yeah. My new Dunktown pin. (laughs) Oh, nice. Sweet. They go well together. They really do. (laughs) They really do. Um, How are you guys doing today? Good. Excited. Yay. There's a dog here. Oh, there is a dog here. If you guys hear some uh, clippy clappies. If we're slightly distracted or going, (laughs) oh, you know why. Yeah. Um, so Joey, since you haven't been on before, can you give us a little background about your basketball history? Yes. Um, I'm born and raised in LA, so I'm a Laker fan. Uh, and I always feel like, it's almost like I feel guilty saying it now. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, feels almost like a threatening move, but, um, no, I'm a real, one of the real Laker fans. I'm not like one of these transplants to LA and I was going to games ever since I was in diapers and when the uh where they used to play at the forum and I've awesome. been a f- big fan ever since are you a like the kind of lakers fan that protests outside there wasn't there a bunch of lakers <laughs> fans protesting outside staples center oh right that seemed that when Kawhi came to town <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that seems like a weird like <clears throat> almost like jackass style <laughs> uh, publicity stunt that someone did, was trying did. to do i i'm a I'm a fan of, I wouldn't say I'm a fan of the Clippers, but I'm a fan in this, in the way that I love what the Phoenix Suns are doing right now. You right, know, right, like, right. They're really fun to watch. I love Kawhi Leonard. I yeah. love a lot of the players on the Clippers. I went to two Clippers games last week. Oh, so really? I'm not Which one of these Laker haters, a Laker hater, Clipper hater, Laker fan. <laughs> yeah, you know. we get it. We get it. Uh, which games did you go to? I went to the Boston Celtics game and I went to the OKC game. Oh, that fun. Celtics game was bananas yeah it looked it really well it was like a playoff game yeah, yeah. Oh my that gosh. was so cool and the lakers are doing great this yeah. season that's true they're fun i know my mom like will call me up and leave me messages about basketball and, <laughs> and so my mom hit me up and was like it's just so fun again <laughs> you know, she's so excited i also have i have old voicemails from like dark times where she's really excited about dwight howard coming to oh, the, to, the no. Le- to the lakers in 2012 and then it gets really dark really quick oh she's, no it's really sad she's also a lakers fan yeah oh, okay yeah. Maybe we could have her on the show. Oh, we could have her call God. in, leave her voicemails here. So what um, did you... Ha- wait, I'm thinking of the timeline. Did you ever go to the forum? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, so m- the full story is that my godfather got my dad into basketball when he moved to L.A. And he came at the perfect time because he came the year that Magic Johnson got drafted. Into oh, the my league. goodness. And so my dad, who knew nothing about basketball, all of a sudden became just a massive basketball fan. Oh, nice. And I kind of grew up 
within that, just beginning to go to games and seeing his enthusiasm. I caught the end of Magic's career, basically. And then, and the and the forum was so much cooler than Staples Center. I'm really? not a big Staples Center fan. It's too big. It's really big, yeah. and and it feels like you're in an airport or something. Yeah, Just yeah. Like not really into it, but yes. I love the forum. It's a great place to see a concert. I oh, feel yeah. like you like there's no bad seats in the in the whole place. I feel like totally, and yeah. it's got that juju from like the '60s. It's sort of like the MSG of LA. Yeah, or right. Something. Totally. It was in Space Jam. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you need to say. Yeah. <laughs> you got to you got to meet Magic Johnson once, didn't you? I did. Oh boy. At the forum. Oh my god. Yes. Tell us about that. Yeah, it was after he had retired and he used to have the seat in the in the corner right next to Diane Cannon. Um and it was a preseason game and we always used to sit up really high because mm-hmm. that's where our seats were. Yeah. Um, we, my family had season tickets. And so for the preseason, they didn't check your ticket stubs. You could kind of like sit wherever you wanted. Mm-hmm. We were sitting down low. And I went down. I was like, I'm going to meet Magic Johnson. Oh, wow. Magic Johnson is my hero then, now, and forever. Um, <laughs> and so I went over to where he was sitting and I walked really slowly. I'm nine years old. Mm-hmm. And so I went... Um, Hey, Magic. <laughs> no response. Magic, I love you. Aww. And he did a little like look to the left a little bit. No, Wait, was, how far away are you at this point? I'm I'm like five feet away, but I might as well be like 30 feet away because there's a massive security guard. In oh, OK. Us, got it. You know? Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, I, I don't know what came over me. Nine year old me was like, Magic, you always be in my heart. <laughs> And he did a full 180, like, who is this kid? And he, he was like, told security, like, let him in. And I went up to him and he gave me a big hug. Oh, my God. And he was like, are you doing good in school? Are you being good to my pa- good to your parents? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he gave me a hug and then I was on my way. That's so cute. Yeah. That is so sweet. Yeah, it was special. Adorable. Um, I love that. How, it, how are you feeling about him now? It was so weird what he did last year. It was not cool at all. It It was was like, yeah, probably the the first moment um, where just the image that we have of him was so tarnished. Yeah. You know, he he could have been, I mean, he's like the mayor of LA, essentially. It almost feels like since then, Kobe's like, I'm going to make my move right Mm -hmm. now and trying to like solidify himself. But that'll never happen. Kobe's definitely a weirdo. Um, He has been making like a lot of appearances. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's cool that he's like trying, he's trying to be a teacher. It's, I I like that he's coaching his daughter's team and yeah, like that's all really cool. But I mean, Kobe is like a like full psychopath. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I watched his entire career and loved watching him. Loved watching him play at times. Um, he did amazing things. But Matt, Magic Johnson is like, he's a politician. Like, yeah. you know, he gets everyone involved. He makes everyone else better. He's got a big smile on his face. He was showtime. He's yeah. a, he'll yeah. always be the one. Even, you know, and in, in our families, you know, some people make mistakes. Some people do <laughs> stupid things. He did a really weird thing last year. Yeah. So, Sometimes but, you have like an uncle who's like so fun. And then all of a sudden he like. I'm not going to be here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Perfect I mean, game. I th- I kind of get it, though, because I feel like once you get to a certain level of rich, you're just like, I don't want to deal with any like stress or negativity. Like, I just want to be rich and live my life for the rest of 
for the rest of my days, I just want to be rich and enjoy it. Like, I can't wait until that's me. You know, I don't know if I'll ever get there, but he's already there. You know, he doesn't have to deal with anything if he doesn't want to. Yeah, it it was that. And that, but then there was also like, there was this petty side to it. For sure. That yeah. was like, kind of gross. It was yeah. like, what are you trying to save face here over? And, right. and for what reason? Yeah. You know, it kind of doesn't matter. Because prob- you are rich. Yeah, he probably regrets it now that the Lakers are like doing well. Um, yeah. And he can't really take credit for it at this point. But then he, I think he loves that he can tweet like... Hey, Kawhi, good game. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, Kawhi scored 32 points. Yeah. He's been quiet like on Twitter this year. He has been really quiet, yeah. yeah. He's like not really getting his, his shots up on yeah. Twitter this year. And I feel like that's why. <laughs> yeah. That's why he retired, right? Yeah. Right. I mean, I f- yeah. I feel like it was, he could have waited for another season. Yeah. And, and gone out on a high note or something. Totally. I loved the drama. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. I loved it. I thought it was so weird. Yeah. And like drag queen-y. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was very like... The this is not this feels very reality tv totally but i loved it when i, I can't remember what show he was on when he, he was, started to talk shit he, oh, Stephen that's a. right he went on steven yes, a. yes, oh, yes. Yeah. and i was like this is great he's like a popular girl like crashing is like i just want to be honest like i just always <laughs> i'm never honest and now's the time and i was like this is great you're really we you love really talking dramatic. about it. We did love making fun of it. We did for we used it for content. We got some I'm good sound drops out of drama. it. I I could do with more drama. Like I I I love whenever there's too much drama going on. Same. That's my favorite. Me too. Um, all right, we have to talk about the story about you guys going to a Nuggets okay. game. We've teased it on the show before. We talked to Adrian <laughs> about it a little bit, but now we have you guys both here in the flesh. We want to know what happened. Okay. It was really strange. How does it start? Yeah. Uh, How did you guys meet, actually? Yeah. In a, a really weird way. Uh, so I was walking home. And I want to give like a little backstory, too, that I had just given my car away because my I, I was it was like a moral decision that I made because okay my dad owned the car and mm-hmm. I'm not on good terms with him. Oh. And f- so for a couple of years, I, <laughs> to give you a hint, I hadn't spoken to him since the election. Oh, okay. That gives you some hint. <laughs> oh. And so I had, but I still had this car mm-hmm. and I was like, I can't have this car anymore. Like this is, it's like wrong right. of me to have this car. And so I finally worked up my courage to like, you know, cause I'm like, an artist like I'm broke like a car is great to have but I just was like I can't I can't have this car anymore and so I like gave the car back to my dad and it was my first day walking taking the bus like it was my first day coming back from taking the bus I think I'd like had to bus like a really far way to like go pay my rent or something so I was like really broke had just like done something to me that was like really crazy Mm -hmm. and so I was like so I was walking home and saw ahead of me. So I was walking home and I saw a guy wearing a bright yellow sweater ahead of me, walking ahead of me. And like, and the way that this was Joey, obviously, and the way he was behaving made me think I was walking too close to him. Like, you know, when a guy is walking you close and you're like, you kind of are like going like this, like yeah. get the fuck away from me. Like I'm going to just keep peeking <laughs> yeah. over my shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like um, yeah. you're really close to me. And I was like, oh, and I like actually slowed down. I was like, I guess I'm walking to your closest. And so then I walked. So then Joey turned off and went to his car 
And I just kept on walking. And then that's when Joey called out to me and he was like, hey, are you the tarot reader? (laughs) (laughs) Because I feel like I should interrupt. Like I got a haircut and I walked out of the haircut, looked to the left and saw someone wearing a Denver Nuggets hat. And I was like, I think that's the NBA tarot card reader. (laughs) And I was a big fan already. Um, You recognize her from NBA desktop? From NBA desktop. And I was following her on on Twitter. I was kind of like her target fan base, basically. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So I made a right and I was like, is that her? Is that her? And that's probably I was walking all weird. I was like, should I say, should I I find out if that's her? (laughs) And then I got to my car and then I turned. I was like, are you the NBA tarot card reader? And you looked surprised. You're like, <laughs> Oh, I was shocked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was totally confused. Like, you're I, like, well, this guy I hates how close I'm walking yeah. to him. <laughs> well, I just, it was like, I've, mm, I hadn't been recognized quite like that. Like I've been sort of recognized for other things. Yeah. But that was so specific. Like no one has ever said to me, are you the tarot card reader? Like it's always yeah. something else. Uh-huh. So I was like, how does he know? And then when you said, desktop then i was like oh like wow like that that to me was wild like that was like oh i can't believe it like this is so strange that's funny um so i was like a little wary i was like a little bit like what's gonna happen right now and crazy super fan like a little because you're like you well i actually really admire this about you like you're very direct like you really are you like you come very correct when you say hi to someone like you don't have a shy attitude like you're very like tell me what's going to happen to me and my team (laughs) (laughs) he pulls out a knife (laughs) yeah it was well it was very bright and you're wearing this like bright sweater you know like it was just very like oh like and like you have a you have a very cute attitude like you're very cute so i was kind of like in my head i was like i don't believe this <laughs> really you don't believe it no it's true like you were just like so the randomly this cute guy is like hey and i was like hey and like in my head i was like is this why people get famous so like cute people will just like talk to them <laughs> and so and you do so, have like a very positive energy yeah, yeah it's like, like radiating yeah. like it's really obvious from the get-go it's yeah. just the dunk town and like so in my head i was like okay and then i i i you slid something like robbie has my toilet paper (laughs) (laughs) the dog robbie the dog dog i'll grab it okay (laughs) sorry she's so bad do you mind closing the bathroom door it was very cute she walked out with the toilet paper in her mouth like look at what i said (laughs) she's trying to draw focus come here baby Come on, go sit down over there. Sorry you to interrupt you. Out. You should chill out. Come on, be calm. Thanks. Um, <laughs> she's standing up next to me. <laughs> Anyways, um, so you you said something like, oh, I just hung out with Kevin O'Connor the other day or something like that. And in my head, I was like, oh, okay. So this guy is like, he's not just like a totally random person. So I was like, oh, okay. And then... Kevin O'Connor from The um, Ringer. If anyone yeah, from The know. Ringer. And I think like Nipsey Hussle had just died. Oh my God. And in my head, I was like, it's important to talk to people in your community. (laughs) Like I had a mindset of like, I should be friendly with this person. Like I shouldn't be like later, like gotta go. You were inspired by Nipsey? A little, yeah. I was like, oh, I should engage. I should engage. I don't know what's going to happen here. And, uh, and so I said, oh, what do you do? What do you do for a living? And he said, and Joey said, oh, I, I, I'm a musician. I made a basketball concept album. And I was like, oh, weird. <laughs> was like, and I think you said, you were like, oh, I really like your podcast. And if you ever do anything else, I'd love to do music for you or something like that. 
And in my head, I'm like, okay, whatever, like musician LA probably sucks. <laughs> so I was like, but, but again, I was thinking about Nipsey Hussle. So I was like, oh, you should totally like um, email it to me. Like I didn't want to give my number out. So I like gave you my email address and I was like, oh, just, you know, you can send this to me. And then I walked home and I texted the basket chat and I was like, this guy just recognized me on the street. And they were like, no, he didn't. And I was like, yes, he did. (laughs) And um, when I got home, I like wasn't getting the email right away. So I was like, okay, I'll Google Joey basketball album. And yeah. So then you came up. (laughs) Well, you came up. Well, you know, I was like looking for a picture of you. And so then I saw the album and I was like oh this actually looks kind of good like the way it was set up I was like oh this looks pretty pro and then I listened to it and I was like oh no I was like oh no this is really good <laughs> and then I felt really nervous and I was like oh no and I like googled Joey a little bit and I was like oh he's like a professional musician and I like, <laughs> so I was, like panicking slightly and so I was texting the chat I was like I, I just found out who this person is it's Joey Dosick and someone in the chat like all caps was like Joey Dosick like <laughs> oh my god I know exactly who that is oh you ran god. into him on this he knows who you are and I was like oh oh no like I just I had a feeling of like oh my god what's what this did is, I say? <laughs> what uh, did I- or just like, what's going to happen? Uh-huh. Like, I just had like, oh, this is like a, this is like actually something. Like my radar was going off of like, oh, nice. this is like a special, something special is going to happen. And then we, I don't remember, we got coffee or something. Next thing that happened is that, yeah, we got together, had coffee. That was the first time we actually like really talked and was like, oh, yeah, you told me your story where you're coming from with basketball, why you like the nuggets. And then I was like, that's really weird. I'm going to be, um, Oh yeah, that's right. I'm going to be in Denver, uh, in two, in a week playing a show. And I was thinking about going to the nuggets blazers game five playoff game Cause I was going to be there. And then you were just like, well, yeah, I should probably go to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember that moment of being like, I think I like looked at you and was like, I'm going. Like, yeah. I'm going. And you were like, you are going. It was like such a moment of like, yeah, this is happening now. There was no questions. It was Not, just well, statements. I think I said like, if you can get us tickets to the game, I'll find a way to get there. Mm. I and think I was that's like what done. I said. Yeah. And so we were like, all right, cool. And I remember when we left, I had no money. I had negative $50 like I was like how am I gonna get and this was like literally four days I think right so I was like right it was like like very soon or something it was not a lot of time and so I had just had to figure and I remember telling myself I was like if I can figure out a way to do this I will I I I I, and you know those things you pray pray to God and you're like I'll believe like whatever (laughs) whatever it is you know I know that I'm really do this but (laughs) it felt like Like, there were a lot of reasons though beyond like okay oh of course new like new oh yeah like of course this weird like new soul connection friendship Mm -hmm. plus the fact that the Nuggets were in the playoffs and you felt like they were maybe gonna go all the way. Oh, also, for sure. You were really like feeling it was like really it was exciting. And then also you told me the story about Robata. Oh the, my God. The I forgot witch about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That um, was sort of the witch working for the Denver Nuggets in the seventies in the ABA who, and you showed me the picture of Robata making the, casting the spell. And it just felt like, 
we're going to find Robata. Yeah. And that was a part of the story too. So it was like, you know, there's probably some CSI investigator <laughs> show that we're going to make out of this yeah, or something too. Yeah. That was a huge, it was, and it, I, I don't know, like the whole thing seemed to be some, it felt like I have to find this witch, right? But I also practice witchcraft. I'm like a tarot reader. And it felt like some weird initiation of like becoming a witch myself. I was literally oh, like, if I can magically find a way to go, this will be a big deal. Like I'll be a, I'll be a witch. Like mm-hmm. if I can figure out a way to go. And I did. And it's, it was like, you know, it was one thing led to another, you know, it doesn't matter. It was like one, you know, one little thing led to another and I was able to go. And it was amazing. And it was so funny too, because of course everyone thought I was insane. Like everyone I talked to was like, don't do this. Like, this is like not a good idea. <laughs> You've only known this guy barely for an hour. Like yeah. you don't know what's, you're going to stay with him? Like, like, I don't think like they were just like, be careful. And in my head, I was like, it's going to, it's going to be fine. Like, I just know it'll be okay. It's going to be great. And it was, it was like a hundred percent great. Like it was a perfect experience. So did you go to the, did you go to his show? Yeah. Oh yeah. And that was amazing too. It was like the whole thing was very cool. Awesome. So I was playing, I play in a, a band called Wolfpack and it's like this really, um, fun, wholesome collection of people. So it was like we had this big house, and Ariana was just staying with us. I was like, "Is it cool if my friend, um, the NBA terror reader, comes and stays?" Like, Can like, I yeah, bring a witch? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's fine. So, like, Ariana was hanging out with us. We were recording a, a record, and um, then we had a show, and Ariana was just like hanging out, just like seamlessly, yeah. like amazing in the cut. It was great. That's awesome. It was very like, um, I kept being really nervous, obviously. And I remember when I landed uh, and I was going to the train and I got I got a wave of nausea. Like, I just was like, what am I doing? Like, this is insane. Like, I don't know any of these people. I've never been to this. Si- that was the first time ever coming to Denver. Like, oh I had God. never. It was complete unknown to me. You ha- I mean, but you had to go to Denver. I had to go. Right. Yeah. Everything, every little sign was like, this way, this yeah, way. Right. Um, and so when I was in the train station, I was standing there like, wor- and I was about to buy my ticket and I was worried about money. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh my God, I forgot I would have to buy a ticket. And I was like thinking about all this stuff. And someone walked right up to me and was like, here's your ticket. And like, hand- like just a man walked off and said, here's a ticket. And I was like, what? And he was like, it's a ticket. You can use it. You can just get on and use it. It's free. <laughs> And I was like, uh, what? I was like, oh, this was, was like, in Denver. Yeah, it was when I got in the train station. That's someone happened just to me before, right to me. where yeah. someone like overpaid and they're about to leave, yeah. and so they're like, here, just yeah. Use do you this. want my ticket? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. That's and he was so like, cool. Enjoy. And I was like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> I will. And it felt so perfectly timed of of like I don't know the universe being like, don't worry about this. Like, can you just go and do it? Like, yeah. it'll be fun. Just go. Just trust like, us. Your brain's trying to stop you, Absolutely, but yeah, we're yeah. gonna remind you that you yeah, should just don't be doing worry. this. Yeah, and there'd be just like little magical things like that. Oh my god! And it was it was really it was just a I think it was like five days. It was just like a very. I think we went to the game on Tuesday. It was like Monday through Friday. We went to the game on Tuesday. The show was on Thursday. So it was just like this perfect arc up and down of these experiences. And it was hilarious in the stadium because like some people were coming for Joey's show. Like some people literally in 
at Pepsi Center were there for Joey's show. Oh, that's funny. Some people recognizing me. So we were like walking around and people were like, hey, like it would just like, and I've never <laughs> been to this place before and I don't know Joey. And yet it's like, oh my God, like, hey, like this totally <laughs> surreal experience of like being recognized. Like I remember when we were waiting out front to go, we were like hanging out in front of Pepsi Center waiting to come in. And I saw someone look at me and point at me and give me like thumbs up. <laughs> and I was like, cool. They had been waiting for you. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, she arrived. It was really weird. Um, it was a really weird experience. The photo I saw, you guys were like on the court. Oh my God. Yeah. That was something too, where I tweeted, I was like, coming to Denver. And so some of the Denver, Adam Morris, who's like amazing. He's like such a nice guy. Mm-hmm. He messaged, I'm, we messaged each other and he was like, oh, I'll get you a press pass. So Joey and I were on the floor, like watching them shoot, watching the Blazers and the Nuggets warm up and shoot. And I could not stop smiling. Like that was like, that's amazing. That was amazing. I've never done anything like that before. I remember seeing on Instagram that you were sort of like maybe undoing Robata's. Yes. I was trying to reverse (laughs) the curse. So we like looked for her a little bit. We went to different stores, like witchcraft shops, but didn't really come up with anything. (laughs) <laughs> we were sitting watching him warm up and Joey jokingly lifted his hand and like did it towards the blazers. And, and the I suddenly same thing had, that she did. Yeah. And, this, and I had this moment and that, it was very cinematic where I was like, Oh my God. I was like, I don't need to find Robata. I'm the witch. <laughs> like I'll reverse the curse. I'm the witch. And I stood up and I was like, you, you know, I had Joey take a video and I like lifted my hand the way that she did. And, I tried to reverse the curse and then they won. There was a blowout. The nice. Nuggets won. That's so and cool. So Meanwhile, too, you were wearing an uh, Allen Iverson jersey. Oh, yeah. This was Denver crazy. Allen this Iverson really jersey. I was wearing a Denver Matumbo jersey. Oh, my God. And we're on the floor just like hanging out, blah, 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 um, waiting to just get kicked off, basically. And I called my dad on the floor and said, Dad, if you like, you should watch the TNT broadcast. We like might be on TV because <laughs> yeah. we're on the floor. They may not kick us off. I don't know. Um, you should you should watch us tonight. And so later on during the game, we'd gotten kicked out. We're watching the game from our seats. Denver won. We did reverse the curse. Um, I started getting texts on my phone and they were like, oh my God, you're on the TNT broadcast. <laughs> we're like, what? Like, Which is insane. And yeah. someone sent us, broadcast. yeah, like a friend walked into a restaurant and just looked up at the TV in that moment and <gasps> saw so us awesome. on TV. And then um, Kevin O'Connor hit me up and was like, what? you're on TV. <laughs> was it and just like you guys in your seats or no, we earlier? Were sta- <laughs> they had, we were standing yeah. up and they had the picture. Well, it was because Iver- there was... Wasn't it historical? Like Iverson and Matumbo had done something that day. It was the uh, uh, practice, practice, practice. Iverson. Oh, it was speech. the 25th anniversary of oh the, the eighth seed Nuggets knocking out the one seed Supersonics. As wow. well as the anniversary of Iverson going practice, practice, practice. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, my God. So we were wearing. Amazing. I know. So we were wearing both those jerseys and the commentators were like it's the anniversary of both these things and here they are and like showed, <laughs> showed us and, and it's just funny because I'm like kind of going like this like sort of like a kid and, and I'm on my on phone, phone talking to my dad being like tape the game because I might be on TV tonight it's, it's so weird earlier. so strange it was like so that so weird. it's like so they weird. took it and we're like we're gonna save this till later till, we're, till yeah, we want to talk about it was this. really weird like we know this guy's dad is gonna be watching yeah. so <laughs> 
and you, I, TNT. And when I got like my phone died while we were watching it. When I got back, I had a million text from the chat with Carl being like, Ariana's on fucking TV. Like what? <laughs> like just being like, how'd you get on the broadcast? Like totally. He was like, thought it was totally crazy. After um, people were like, are you going to get murdered on this weird trip? Yes. And then no, they, you're they having were, the time of your life. They were very, they did not understand what was going on. Like they were in <laughs> denial about yeah. what I was doing. Right. Like they just couldn't accept that. Like only Carl was able to be like, I can't believe this is happening. Like everyone else was like, couldn't even speak because it was so <laughs> bizarre that they, it just didn't, they couldn't like process oh. what was going on. That's amazing. The other thing we did was sneak into the press conference. That, oh was, really? that was really good. Wearing two Nuggets jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, and you have to walk in from the front of the room. Yeah. So all the reporters, like Zach Lowe, whatever, like who are these people? And we just like found two seats and sat down. And you then, just walked in. That's, that's all you guys yeah, did. We yeah. Just we walked, just walked in and sat we down. Watched, <laughs> we watched all the press conferences. We were like 15 feet from Dame being like, oh my God. It was so Dame. cool. <laughs> We yeah. were, Did it he was look so great as beautiful in real life he was so man. handsome yeah. <gasps> cj's skin is so good like oh, he wow. is such a handsome person yeah. i was like he's so beautiful oh yeah. this is great <laughs> and myers that was one that they were hot like yeah. myers leonard was on the team yeah actually we got to see them really close oh, when we went to the oh, really we went when we went to the blazers game in portland oh, yeah. yeah that's right in you guys were also they got a picture of you guys too. Yeah, oh, yeah. We were on TV and Agata's like a laser focused on Myers Leonard. <laughs> uh, and you're making a face like one ah, of our listeners yeah. um, offered up his season tickets if we flew up there. So we did. And he had like tickets behind the bench, the players bench. Sick. And kind of similar thing. My dad texted me and was like, please don't do this. You will be murdered. Like, <laughs> yeah, I really? don't want to go to Portland to like... You oh, know, I didn't identify know about your this. body. I was like, Dad, calm down. It's going to be fine. I'm not going to like, if the guy's like, come to my basement, I won't go, you know? <laughs> or maybe if it sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it was a cool basement. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I mean, shout out to Nick, who um, is a s- ultimate cutie. Yeah. Nick Bjork. Uh, we had, we sweet had such man. a good, we had such a good time there. Uh, but we also got to be so close to. Dame CJ yeah. Myers Leonard. I mean, you can see the. I'll, I'll show you the photo of me staring at him. Um, it's I'm just actually like just focused. talking in it, which I do nonstop all the time, anyways. <laughs> so I'm just like, blah. <laughs> it's so crazy sitting down low because I for yeah. the, forever my family had season tickets up high, and it's this bird's eye view of the game, and we sit right in like in the center, but high, and it always felt like these seats are incredible. And then I've gotten to sit down low at just a handful of times. And it changes the game. Totally. You're like, yeah. You're like, this is not, this isn't real. This is some weird projection of yeah. something that isn't actually possible. Well, it's, it's a also different game. because it adds a audio element too. Like you can hear them talking and hear like you, you're, you're just more in it. Like yeah. it, more senses. Also, it's a little, I felt overloaded at times. I'm like, I don't know what to look at. I'm like, yeah, too close. <laughs> I love it. Like it's so good. I, um, Seth Curry was on the Blazers too, and he he would kept going to get gum from like the little. <laughs> okay, that's good. that's good detail. That's behind yeah. the bench detail. And I get fresh breath. <laughs> I kept you watching him get gum, and then something would happen with the game. I'd be like, oh shoot, I missed it. Yeah, 
Bad. Yeah, it's, it is. That is the bad part about being so low is that you're too like focused on what's happening right in your perimeter. It's like sensory like, overload. Yeah, you can't see the bigger picture a lot of times, but I'm, I'm humble, sitting behind. Your humble brags. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm sitting right behind the bench, I'm not watching the game at all. Yeah. yeah. I'm, and I want to yeah. know. I want to know what everyone's saying, chewing. Exactly. Yes. And it was the it was the last game of the regular season. So like they were sitting out like Dame and CJ, like a, a lot of like they were just chilling on the bench waiting for the playoffs. So, I mean, we didn't hear a lot of like full sentences, but we could hear like laughing and uh, friendship. And well, they, <laughs> they were laughing there because it's before we cursed them. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's pre Ariana curse. Oh, I game said five. I didn't yeah. curse them. They're not. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Some they're girl doing in really. Years is going to try yeah. to find me. They're doing really <laughs> badly right now. I know. So I feel bad for them. Yeah, but I'm. I don't know. I'm kind of. I feel like it, they're having a rough time. Yes, and I know a lot of people are like they need it quick because Dame's getting old and CJ's getting old. But I also feel like. It's so exciting that Mello got to come back yeah. with them. Like almost like that. they got bad so that Mello could come back. Yeah. I know that doesn't make sense. They're on like but a humanitarian like mission. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that he has double zero. Oh also. my God. So I love insane. that. It's I so love that. That's such a good it's number. So crazy. Did you see his Instagram? Yes. Okay. Okay. It's so funny. Why? Yeah. It, it's like you're not correct it's not an infinity sign but i like that you're putting that meaning on it it's almost yeah, yeah. It, it honestly looks like the two of pentacles which has a clown on it which like seems to fit that i wonder fits if i could him, find yeah. it yeah speaking of cards let's get into okay. um really Our quickly before we get in yeah you uh joey have sung the national anthem at a couple of games is that right i have yeah i think i've done like seven or eight wow that's so cool that yeah. what well, is that experience like it's it's really fun um, uh, for a couple of reasons. Like the national anthem is musically a really weird song. Mm -hmm. and yeah. It actually is kind of a terrible song. <laughs> um, but it is a really cool moment that where music meets sports. And that's something I've always been interested in. And, yeah. Um, growing up, my dad sang the national anthem at a Laker game. Oh my God. Oh, and cool. at two Dodger games. And so it sort of like runs in the family yeah. in a way. And I also grew up kind of being obsessed with the Marvin Gaye anthem and the Whitney anthem. Oh yeah. my God. The Marvin Gaye anthem. And the Gaye Mariah anthem. anthem. So good. Yeah. My dad so was, at the, was at that game. Oh. 83 all-star game at the forum. Wow. Oh my God. Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. Um, there's a great oral history of that somewhere. It might be like an old Grantland thing. Mm. It's fantastic. But um. Yeah, so it's it's kind of like this vehicle for I think for artists um, to kind of somehow showcase like their identity as a musician through the anthem. Because back in the '60s, it was like everyone did it the same way. It was mm -hmm. like it's like as fast as possible. We're gonna do this thing. It's gonna wow. be over in a minute. But now when musicians do it, it's sort of like they put their own stamp on it mm -hmm. and whatever. And so it, it's fun for me. Um, and I like that it's this moment where everyone's kind of silent and we're just going to like listen to this music real quick and then we're going to play the game, you know? So yeah. it's also fun because most of the teams, um, they treat you really well and, you know, it's, you're really close to the action and yeah. you're on the court. Everything's silent, you know. <gasps> That's so cool. Amazing. So I will say the only team that was kind of shady was the Lakers. <gasps> like 
I will say <laughs> the Lakers are kind of a little bit of a creepy organization. Wow. Um, mm. And I say that as a, as a massive fan of the team. But all the other teams, they treat you really well and, and they show you some respect. Um, the Lakers seem a bit more concerned with celebrity culture. Mm, if you're definitely. not a celebrity, yeah, yeah, yeah. they don't really... They they don't really care, right? You know, so the other teams, yeah, really kind of set the table, and the Lakers were like, ah, oh, okay, you're gonna do this thing, whatever. Yeah. Um, but it was still fun, fun to be on the court for a Lakers game and to and to do the anthem just like my dad did, and I would do it again uh, in a heartbeat. Amazing, yeah, it's fun. That's so cool. That's so cool. Hey, uh, teams, if you're listening, hit Joey yeah, up. Book Joey for <laughs> <That's it. laughs> anthem singing. So. We have another tarot session for you guys. Um, Ariana is kind enough to come back and do it all over again. This time we wanted to talk a little bit about duos and friendships because that's what we love. Relationships? Relationships? Okay. Yeah. Relationships um, in the league. Um, You know, we love to see two players just really connecting. Um, It's adorable and it makes the games fun to watch when we, when you can tell that people are actually like fully connected with each other. Plus this season seems to be all about duos where it's like, yes, totally. the Lakers have, you know, this dynamic duo, like uh, Kawhi and Paul George, you know, uh, yeah, well, yeah, without getting into all of it, but like <laughs> there's so many duos that people are focusing on right now to see how they vibe. They're, they're new to each other. That yeah. Sort of thing. And because this season is such a big like question mark for everybody, nobody knows how things are going to go. I think like. Except for Ariana. Yeah. Except for Ariana. <laughs> she's going to tell us right now. <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, $10,000. <laughs> um, I think I think that's just like part of it that we can focus on. And I think like the the teams that are going to have these really good relationships are going to be the ones that come out on top. At least that's my personal opinion. That's sweet. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just true because that good chemistry is what makes a team a championship team. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've seen it over and over again. Um, and then now that, you know, nobody knows who's going to win. Like, I think it's just a good way to predict. Well, let's, we could just have fun with it. Yeah. You know, we don't, we don't know what's actually going to happen, but. Great. I love it. Okay, cool. So let's, let's start with uh, LeBron and AD. Okay. Um, so what do we need to know about their relationship? Yes. Is that what we're doing? Well, so, I think they're hot right now. They are. <laughs> they're sizzling hot. <laughs> they're crisp. <laughs> but it's, it's still very new. They're in the honeymoon period. So like, yes, I guess it's like, is, is, can that sustain? Sustain itself. Okay. So I'm going to pull a card. What do we need to know about LeBron and AD's relationship enduring? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Endurance. Okay. That's a good way to put it. Hmm. Okay. So my guess with this is that I think that this could endure. The Hermit is a lot. Oh, I see. Yes. I think this will actually be a lot about AD continuing to trust LeBron. The hermit uh, is the card you see when you're looking for a guide. So although it's like the hermit, you like retreat and you withdraw from humanity, you're seeking something more to learn more about yourself. And you do that by following a guide. Mm -hmm. And to me, the person who is still finding himself is AD. So, and he has his guide right in front of him. It's LeBron. So as long as he can value 
that LeBron is, for the most part, going to be the person he should listen to, I think that will show that it will endure. It's There's definitely a sense of AD undergoing learning more about himself through this process. Yeah. So I say yes. I think that this will endure. Uh, and that ultimately there's somehow... Also, there's something interesting with LeBron, like, no offense to the Cavs, a little offense to the Cavs, but, like, <laughs> this is, like, the first time he's had, like, an amazing person, like, by his side. Yeah. Well, I guess D-Wade's also Yeah, good, the right. heat, but, like... But in a long time. It's been a long time. It's been time. a long time. It's been a long time. And AD's different. Like, he's gigantic man. I don't know. It's just different. Yeah. It's different than anything he's seen before. Yeah. Joey, how do you feel about that? Well, Le- LeBron is literally AD's co-signer. Mm. It's so strange. Like, no one's talking about the fact that LeBron is probably getting a cut of AD's checks because of his agent, Rich Paul. Oh, right. You know? So, like, I think you're spot on. And I think AD is the kind of personality where he's fine coming to the Lakers and not being, like, the Kobe figure, mm-hmm. you know, he knows he has time. He's 26. Like, and LeBron is kind of shepherding him under his wing. It's not a Kobe Shaq situation where it's like, they're really all fighting. And actually like LeBron's perfect for that because it's the way he plays. He shares the ball. Right. He's like a, definitely a pass first player. And I think he's willing to, he wants to impart that knowledge. But if, you know, the Lakers go on a road swing and start to lose games, Will they be able to, like, will LeBron get weird? Because mm. every season, at he some point, he's going to get a little weird. He right, like, point. if he gets a- nervous. If AD becomes the star, is do you think, do you guys think LeBron's going to be petty about it? I think LeBron feels good about that. I think it's when, when in December, the Lakers lose three in a row on the road. Mm. You know, is it going to get petty then? Is and is like, AD going to yeah. get the blame or or is ad gonna is the bubble gonna get burst about his mentor mm, somehow right. like being that close interesting that card feels right on though yeah okay all right let's <laughs> what, did, what did you see <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's talk about she just pulled another card to, to qualify potentially no <laughs> i saw it i saw no? Uh, <laughs> it's a star it's the star that's in the star that's guiding oh, oh. it's reversed let me take a p- photo of those yeah. oh yeah it's very important it's very important for them both to have faith. If either of them lose faith, it'll be a mess. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about... That's Howard on that. The little, like, naked... <laughs> well, it's interesting that it's reversed. I think the star has... Well, yeah, the star has got to be LeBron. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's KCP. So... <laughs> these are the, the little... little hummingbird. <laughs> these are the other Lakers, yeah, around. Wait, oh, is wow. this actually... Yeah, it is. That's funny. Anyway... Yeah. Interesting. So, All right. Um, so let's let's talk about Kawhi and PG. Um, obviously, the expectations are extremely high right now. Um, people are expecting them to take it all the way to the championship. But this is a new dynamic. Um, are they going to be able to continue performing at the level that they are? Or are they going to be crushed by the weight of these expectations? Okay. So... What do we need to know about them, like either supporting each other or I think somehow that's breaking apart each other's? Big too because they were friends for so long, yeah, right? Like the you know uh, Paul George wanted to go to the Spurs when Kawhi was there. Like right. this has been a long time coming. This yeah. partnership, 
So I guess that support is like. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Uh, This seems to me to be about probably, it's the reversed seven of pentacles. When you have the reversed seven of pentacles, you have trouble looking at your past. You have trouble accepting what you've done in the past as something that like supports you basically since talking about support. So um, I think this has to do with Paul George for some reason. I think this has to do with him needing to reckon with exactly who he is and what he can do. Mm. And he seems to not be fully doing that yet. I think it might have to do with injuries, like his actual capabilities as a player. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm going to pull a little more to clarify why that card would come up. Um, Because to me, it seems to be about, you usually see it when you're like procrastinating a little bit. When it's upright, you're ready. You're looking at your resume and about to apply to other jobs. Like you're getting ready to take stock. Essentially. This is what you see when you're about to make a, make a direction change. And you're trying to see like, who am I? Like, what do I do? And when it's reversed, you for some reason aren't like fully acknowledging everything you can do. (laughs) Uh, Weird. It's a weird cards. Um, Hmm. I don't know. This kind of seems like it's saying that for some reason, Paul George is like not being totally honest with himself about something. I would love to know more, but I don't really know. Reverse temperance is like something's out of whack. And like, this is too, this also shows that something isn't being acknowledged. Something's out of balance. And when the King of Swords has come up, it's it's very, a very firm, like get it right. Like be honest with yourself. And it has to do with mentality. So to me, there's something about Paul George's mentality that needs to shift a little bit in order for them to continue to support each other. Hmm. He was when he his first um, game back, he was really hard on himself. He was like, I didn't play well, blah, blah. blah. And everyone was like, no, dude, you you looked great. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but he was. Yep. Not in a great mindset, it seemed like. Yeah, he needs to have more confidence and then to just let things roll. Interesting. He's somehow not confident enough. That's so weird. (laughs) That is weird. I think think this is all about injuries because their two best players are like notorious for having chronic injuries. Right. And the regular season is almost completely irrelevant for the Clippers. Like they're so just waiting for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, like, um, as opposed to the Lakers, who it really feels like they have to get their chemistry, the Clippers just feel like sign, sealed, delivered, let's get to the playoffs. Right. So I think when I saw this card, I was like, it's impatience. Mm. Like, I'm ready to go now, but am I going to be able to be in this for the long haul? We're going to be able to make this last. Um, feeling the impatience of the moment. Yeah. There's some level of denial. I know not about what. It's interesting, though. Hmm. Paul, uh, hit us up. Let us know. <laughs> uh, we want to hear well, remember what's when, going like, on inside. Paul was trying to defend Kawhi when he was on the Raptors, and Kawhi was like, what are you doing? Like, do you remember that little gif? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But it was just more stressful being back home. Like, he's got to deal with more, like, actually being away from home before when he was on OKC in Indiana. Mm. Like, 
he was more free of his family, like hitting him up all the time mm. for stuff. I mean, that's added pressure here. It's like performing at home and winning it for the home team. Like, right. And all the hate from the Laker fans. And that can't be easy. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it, I don't think that's affecting Kawhi at all. He's just like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'll go to a Rams game and get booed. I don't care at all. Yeah. He doesn't care about PG nothing. just needs to change his number. And then this will all be fine. <laughs> all right. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about Russell Westbrook and James Harden because. We do they seem like they're two very strong personalities um, and they don't feel like they're off to an immediate like gelling start. So um, what do they need to do to get into right. like a good harmony together? All right, guys, what do you need to do? <laughs> uh, uh, well, the Knight of Swords came up and this is like the card of exactly who they both are. Like this is literally <laughs> Russ jacking up shots. Like that's what that is really. The Knight of Swords cannot stop just being an asshole. Like he's, well, neither <laughs> of them are assholes. They're, he, his energy is very eager. He's like an incredibly eager knight mm. and knights are obsessive and they're out of balance because they're so obsessed with their suit and they think it's the best. And swords is about like using your intellect and like being ready to fight at all times, mm. like a hundred percent constant, like on your guard every moment. And so to me, it seems like obvious that this is like, usually when a knight comes up, you have to see how they're helping or hurting you. And like, it seems very obvious to me that, there needs to be a drawing back of this okay of the of racing out along you know mm -hmm. just like not thinking basically yeah reverse sun is like it could be good if only you would stop being like that oh my ride, god ride a horse naked oh man i think like oh <laughs> uh, this is so sad i think like russ and is that them yeah oh, oh no it just seems to be like the they're i don't know they <laughs> what is the what is card is the that? oh man that card's really pentacles? tough that's the card you see when you really don't ever think that you are going to be okay like it's like truly deep down to your soul mm. you're like my needs are never going to get met i'm never going to be enough like i'll never be lovable it's James like one of the hard, most yeah. <laughs> like kind of like it's sort of like these two mm, amazing players who can't get there like they can't do the thing that they should do, mm. which is usually like surrender and ask for help. Like that's usually right. the thing that oh my they God, should ask do. for help. Mm. That's, that's the card you're supposed to do when this comes up. It's like, accept that help is there and you should accept, you should receive it. So, and if, if they could, if they could just do that, like the sun is there. It's hard to spin the sun negatively, mm -hmm. but it is reversed. So that's what happens when it's like someone who looks at the sky and see that the sun is behind a cloud and is like, well, I guess it's going to be cloudy forever. Like, mm. I, I guess I'm going to have to just be like me on the defensive, like constantly. I don't know. Yeah, some, wow. So it's almost like a spiritual thing that they have to go through in order to make it work. One of these people's on crutches. Doesn't <laughs> don't say that. Oh, that's <laughs> God forbid. Oh, I think um, this. It's so interesting because like I've a lot of the podcasts I listen to are like, wow, James Harden. He's like averaging like thirty nine points a night or something like that, and yet people are still like, no, he's not an MVP candidate. Hmm. Like, there's a lot of people who feel that. That's like, no, he, yeah, he's great, but like. 
there's something missing there to make an, him an MVP. We talked about it on the last Rockets game that we covered. It's just that like it's the same thing over and over again. He doesn't have the like the excitement that a lot of these other players do when it's like, oh, it's this person is like fully taking over this game right now and everybody's excited. It's more like, okay, he's doing his thing. No one can stop him and it's just going to keep repeating until the game ends. Yeah. Like he's like a little robotic about it. He doesn't always look like he's having fun. Yeah. Yeah. It, he doesn't look like he likes other people always. Yeah. It's just on a the day team. at the office. Yeah. I mean, I think he for sure, I think he's an MVP candidate for sure. Um, but someone said to me today that the Rockets are just like a humorless bureaucracy and there's <gasps> like nothing else going on. <laughs> so I agree. I mean, why would I, he's pretty much the player on that team that's like really carrying it. But I don't know. I think that people want like some special sauce with their MVP. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. Rings. Yeah. Totally. yeah. Did you get a photo of this one? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I want to talk about my sweet Slovenian son, Luka Doncic. Okay. I mean, he's off to an amazing start. Obviously he's just like a rocket. He's out there. He's scoring. He's, he's so fun to watch. Um, and, and his team, it seems like unclear, like what kind of power duo dynamics there are going to be on that team. So I guess my question is like, what does he, what does he need to do as far as like aligning himself with his teammates in order Hmm. to succeed? Okay. That's a cool question. Huh? He's just could keep doing what he's doing. Oh, I love the Knight of Pentacles. Um, he can, uh, I don't think he has anything to worry about. Knight of Pentacles is the slowest night and he just does things really deliberately. He's very cautious. It's like piece by piece by piece, like one by one, you know, so he's building confidence with each game that he does as a leader and as a player. Mm -hmm. He's just building more and more faith with his teammates because he's so steady. And so he just needs to keep on his pace, marching forward. To me, as I said, knights, you have to think if they're helping or hurting. Mm -hmm. I don't see how this wouldn't help. Just like, you know, little by little. That's what that's like. Usually that's for the Spurs. But Mm. (laughs) (laughs) it's not happening for whatever reason. Okay. That card's just Luca hitting the weight room right there. Just like it looks like like Luca. Not eating his his mother's pasta every (laughs) night. Like... Yeah. Just like going whole food plant based, hitting the yeah. weight room. That's Luca right there. Yeah, exactly. It's really like um, success isn't something you blah, blah, blah. It's, you know, just daily dirt. Like, yeah. whatever, that, whatever that quote is. <laughs> All right. I think that's everything. Is that it? Or did I'm so weirded out by the clipper spread. I like want to know more about that. Yeah. Me that too. weirded me out. Here's just one last question. So, okay. This isn't really about the NBA, but we are for the, no. Okay. Will I get married? What do I do? (laughs) Um, We started our first fantasy league this year. We've never been done fantasy before. I'm doing the same thing. I'm so bad. We're so bad (laughs) at it too. Um, Actually, I'm in second place, but I think it's only temporary. It's only temporary. I was second place last week. My team is bad. Enjoy it while you (laughs) get. So you guys are doing great. (laughs) No. Oh wait, is it just between you two? No, no, no. There's there's six of us, but my team is, I picked, I picked just like, 
guys that were like cuties. Not like, I mean, <laughs> good. Who was your first draft pick? Oh uh, God, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, you don't know. remember. I got, it was like it was like a blackout. Like, it was I know what his win. face looks like, but I can't remember his name. <laughs> no, I just don't know who I picked first. But like I just I'm, scrolling through the headshots. Yeah, just like, yeah. <laughs> no, we we were. It was kind of a whirlwind because. We were trying to like, and it was a stressful. <laughs> it was, day. We were having technical difficulties, like right as the draft was about to start, and we didn't we did. realize you could pause. <laughs> yeah, so we're like, it's starting. Just hit record. <laughs> Let's do this. And um, so it was a whirlwind. My first pick was Steph Curry, and then oh, he immediately babe. got in, all of my guys got injured. It's like. Tough. Almost all of yeah. them I've had to switch out or g- took drugs. I think Westbrook was my <laughs> I think Westbrook was my first pick. Yeah, I think I think that's right. Yeah. Oh but, my god. Um, <laughs> but I guess my so we're doing it with friends. Uh-huh. It's like a group of friends. And I guess my question is uh how can you defeat them? <laughs> how can we destroy our friends? <laughs> no, I guess my question is like, how do we remain friends? while this league has been very emotional <laughs> oh it's be- it's becoming it's threatening your relationship it's not that bad no. it's not that bad but, but it's just like i don't know are you guys not comfortable talking shit with each other is that what's going on agata tried i tried and anastasia doesn't give it back so then it's oh, just okay. sad <laughs> agata was like i'm taking you down this week i was like okay <laughs> <laughs> i had two older siblings that like beat competitive out of me yeah. so i've um, been I've been getting in big fights with the people in my league. Really? really? I'm losing terribly. So all I can do is talk shit. That's good. When you're a little dog, you got to bark the loudest. Yeah. Well, I said I would bury someone and then I didn't at all. It was I who died. I guess let's ask, how do we win? How do we? Yeah. Win how do we beat Kevin O'Brien is our real question here. He's okay. the only guy who actually knows what he's doing yeah. in our league. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh my god i pulled wow. the, i pulled the melodrama card <laughs> very dramatic it's a man with like 10 yeah, knives in his back this is not very auspicious uh so we should stab Kevin. <laughs> uh, this is so funny it's like Whoa. look at all these drama cards i pulled the ten of swords the nine of swords and the reverse three of cups reverse nine of swords um it says if you don't worry about it at all you'll have a ton of fun Oh, yeah, that's nice. good. That's what Andy's doing. Yeah. One of our, um, the guys in our league doesn't look at his team at all. <laughs> that's funny. That's where I'm at, but because I'm pouting. Oh. Well, my goal is... is to beat one person. That's mm. my goal. In a league one of like person 12. in particular? No, anyone. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't want to be in last place. I just don't want to be in last yeah, place. That makes sense. So don't worry about it and we'll have fun. Yeah. Okay. All right. And win, maybe. Nice. Yeah. I, we're already yeah, having fun. fun. It is. It has been fun for sure. It's also been good because it's like it gets you. I feel like I'm following certain players more closely that I wouldn't have otherwise. Joey, have you been in a fantasy league? Yeah, I've been in a league for like four years. Oh wow! And it is a little weird is it a when dynasty you, league? your team. Uh, uh, what? See, I don't know that much about fantasy sports. Is a dynasty oh, league? Is <laughs> a dynasty league you when have to keep them? No, I'm not in one of those. No, it's it's pretty, it's pretty cash, but uh, it gets a little weird when like your team, like when the Lakers is playing a player, you know, because it's sort of like you get a little stoked when the other team makes a basket. Right. It's a little complicated, but 
it has uh, made me like more tuned in to like I have a couple players on the Bucks, mm-hmm. and so I'm like watching a lot of Giannis this year. I have Giannis, so I'm like clued into the Bucks. I like how it does that. I am yeah. clued yeah. on other teams that I wouldn't normally be totally watching. Yeah, You're gonna yeah. get a Cream City jersey. <laughs> that's not like that's not okay, right? <laughs> that jersey's not okay. I kind of want. One. I know now. I kind of want one just yeah. for fun. <laughs> Why not? Um, all but right. yeah, it'd be if I saw like a like bro dude wearing a Cream City jersey, I'd be like, oh boy, it's not okay. <laughs> yeah, that jersey's not on the right side of history. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thank you guys so much for being here. What a joy it was! You're so welcome. Yeah, is thanks there thanks for having, having us. us. Of course. Is there anything you guys would like to plug? Mm, you can listen to my podcast. Oh, oh great yeah. podcast! What's Good job. Thank you. Uh, it's called What's Your Deal. You can find it wherever you listen to podcasts, and you can book a reading with me if you want. At, if you go to you can email me at dreamcitytarot at gmail or you can buy a reading at dreamcitytarot.bigcartel.com I will change that <laughs> soon <laughs> but I'm at a moment right now where I can't change it I okay. have I have gotten so like emotional from listening to your podcast it's a great mm. show I really Aww, like it thanks. too thank you it's wonderful. <laughs> thanks for listening Joey uh, yeah listeners of this podcast might be interested in a basketball concept EP that I made called <laughs> Game Winner EP um, that started my friendship with Ariana. Um, and also I have some basketball related content in the pipeline also. So keep a lookout for that. Also, you have um, great merch. Thank you. <laughs> your mer- your merch really store tight. has like so much great, cute basketball stuff. Yeah. Check out the merch <laughs> store for cute, great basketball stuff. <laughs> Cute I have socks. a Game Winner shirt and it's really cute and I it's love it. It's soft it's too, is super isn't it? comfy. Yeah. yeah. That's and awesome. It looks really cute. I got to It's cute. I got to get some. Me too. All right. Um, thanks. Thanks again to our amazing guests. Thank you to you, all of you guys for coming on this journey with us. We love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dunktown Podcast. I am on Twitter at Echo underscore Mint and on Instagram, Agata Monica. Anastasia is on both as Anastasia Vigo. Check out our website. It's dunk.town. If you like the show, write us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. It really helps us and we really appreciate it. We have t-shirts, stickers, and hoodies available for sale at dunk.town slash store. Thank you to Andrea Tomingas for all of your design work. Thank you to Andrew Clotworthy for our original theme song. You can check out his Patreon at patreon.com slash clotworthy. 